We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Talks and Brewers baseball, and he's back for another season of hanging out with us, our own Adam McCalvey from Brewers.com and MLB.com. Adam, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing, Bill? Ready I'm good. Um, where, where do you want to start? I mean, uh, there's a couple of uh, injuries to talk about on this team. Well, obviously, Ryan Braun uh, and then Brett Anderson. Let, let's start with those two guys first. Yeah. Well, look, Ryan Braun, we'll see. they got a game here in two hours. Um, will he get in at bat today? We don't know. It's, you know, he he's famously doesn't like to take many at bats in spring training, but <laughs> you probably need more than zero. Uh, he did have some in like when they were doing some scrimmages last week, but we'll see. I, I don't, I don't exactly know where that one's going. Brett Anderson, we know is going to be out and it opens a spot for Corbin Burns. And here we are where we were last year, um, different type of season, but same situation where the Brewers are very high on Corbin Burns. The stuff looks great. He's getting an opportunity in the starting rotation. He'll take Brett Anderson's spot on Saturday against the Cubs. And, um, you know, are these changes going to pay off in results in regular season games? And that is a big question for this Brewers team for this season and beyond. I mean, I think Corbin Burns was probably maybe the top story on the pitching side in spring training and also in summer camp. I don't know that anybody, maybe Brandon Woodruff, maybe uh, Josh Hader, those are the only two guys I would say impress as much as Corbin Burns did. But now, obviously, he will have to translate it into some games, and we'll get to start to get those answers on Saturday. Um, now, first and foremost, uh, I just talked a little bit about the piece that you wrote because a lot of fans want to be in some way, shape, or form closer to baseball. And obviously, you can't go in right now and attend a game. So they talked about possibly going and tailgating and all that kind of su- uh, stuff outside of Miller Park. Uh, which is not going to happen. But do the Brewers, do you get the sense that they anticipate if things trend in the right direction, either one, having tailgating parties, or two, having fans in the stands? Yeah, they want to. They say they want to. They, they, it's going to depend on clearance from Major League Baseball um, and also the city of Milwaukee. And right now the Brewers can point to uh, city of Milwaukee guidelines that they can't. They can't. They, they, they can't host large gatherings. 
And you know, I, I wrote this because I get this question all the time and I think it's a good question. Tailgating is outside. You can be distanced from other people. These parking lots are huge. You can space cars. You can either put up some screens or just have people listen on their radios to Bob Euchre and Jeff Levering when they're home and Jeff and Lane when they're on the road. Um, it's a logical question, but when you really start to think about all the logistics, you're talking about staffing those events, you're talking about alcohol being involved, you're talking about needing bathrooms, you know, it gets more complicated than just saying it would be really cool. It would be really cool. And it would be something really neat to see people, you know, scattered across the lots here and the grills fired up and the, the coolers on ice. Um, but I think just from a realistic point of view, the brewers are trying to take this very seriously and trying to be sort of good civic residents and, and do the right things. And that means not hosting uh, large gatherings, whether inside or outside right now. So they hope that changes as things progress. Um, the picture isn't very pretty right now all across the country. Um, so things would definitely have to improve for, for with the virus for them to get to the point where they could do it. But Rick Sessinger says yesterday they very much want to uh, later this year. Um, one of the other concerns, we'll go back to on the field, and I can't even say it with a straight face when I say concern, but Christian yeah, Yelich. Know. Uh, you know, I, it's, you know, people want to, I, I guess we're looking for things to talk about and looking for, for things to maybe, you know, bite our nails over a little bit. But, it, you know, I know the question is, is it time to worry about Christian Yelich? But Christian Yelich is Christian Yelich. You just assume he's still going to step up to the plate and he's going to be a guy that's going to help offensively carry this team, right? Yeah, I mean, it's weak when reporters complain about the headlines on their stories. I, I don't love that headline. Um, the, the point of the story is just that, you know, it's one thing to not get hits. Um, I think the reason that it stands out is, you know, it's just a lot of swing and miss. And whether you're facing guys in your own team in a scrimmage setting or a real game, I mean, we're, we're noting when all the Brewers pitchers who are getting swing and miss. I mean, we've paid a lot of attention to Corbin Burns. We paid a lot of attention to Drew Rasmussen, obviously Woodruff and Hayter. And I feel like if we're going to, you know, hear praise from coaches and Craig Council for, for the pitchers for inducing swing and miss um, when, when it's happening to a, a player as good as Christian Yelich, it's, it's at least something to take note of. I don't think it means he's going to have a bad season. He has proven he has nothing to prove in summer camp or spring training or any kind of exhibition setting that he is one of the best hitters in baseball and he is going to perform as one of the best uh, players in the game. Now, the one thing Yelich himself did say is that the hard part about 2020 is that if you go through one of these offers at the wrong time, it's going to completely skew things in your numbers. And I think it was Yelich, if I'm remembering right from our chat with him at the start of camp, who said some really good players are going to have odd-looking seasons just because they happen to be in one of these tough periods that even the greatest go through at the wrong time. Um, and in, when you're talking about only 60 games, you're just not going to have the body of work to get the numbers right again. So some players are going to have weird-looking years, and some players are going to have great years that maybe you don't expect. So it's add that to the list of the many unknowns going into this kind of small sample season where every game counts as almost three in a regular year. Um, so I don't think that there should be concern about Christian Yelich. It's a, as, as Craig Council said yesterday, it's a little strange to see because no one has seen him 
have a stretch like this in a Brewers uniform. I even looked at the spring training stats from the last couple of years, which don't mean a thing, and they're great. So this is the first opportunity for uh, the fans tuning into these live streams to see that, as Council said again, baseball is really hard, and even the greatest hitters go through this stretch where their timing's off and they can't figure it out. But I just think that he's he's so good that when those lights come on and there's a different team out there on the field, he's going to be able to turn it on and he's going to be able to find something to motivate himself because we've also learned that that's, uh, that's part of what drives him. One of the other guys that uh, now there's an opening uh, who's shown some power and I, I liked watching him down in spring training as well is Logan Morrison. He's going to be on that opening day roster. Uh, is he the guy that then, if Ryan Braun does not go, is he DHing, do you think? Yeah, I think he'll DH some, but I think the thing we need to get away from, and we've learned this about every position under a Craig Council, is you're going to see different guys. So they're going to use the DH to get Yelich off his legs. They're going to maybe use the maybe Kane, um, although I, I bet he's going to fight pretty hard to get out there in center field. I, I think Omar Narvaez could DH, and he has sure looked good as a new lefty bat at Miller Park, hitting homers in these inter-squad games. Um, I think they're going to use that spot to get different guys off their feet because there's been this running debate throughout camp. Is this a sprint? Is it a marathon? Is it a 10K? Um, Craig Council is more on the 10K point of view. He does not view this as a sprint. Um, He thinks that 60 games and 66 days or whatever it is is a lot of baseball, uh, especially for players who just had a couple of weeks to ramp back up to this point. So I believe he is going to still manage with something of a big picture in mind. And I think that's going to mean that a number of different guys hit in that spot. So Morrison certainly gets more opportunities, I think, if Ryan Braun is down for the first couple of games of the year, especially against uh, right-handed pitchers, which the Brewers will see at least the first two games. And it looks like if it's Chatwood in the third game, they'll get one, two, three right-handers. Talking with uh, Adam McAvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com. So as you sit there and you kind of – kind of look and, and watch and observe, Adam, what else is there that you can look at storyline-wise or maybe something that just intrigues you that uh, maybe we're missing? Because there's always something. There's there's something, whether it's behind the scenes, off the field, on the field. Obviously, a lot of talk about Euchre doing the games and everybody can't wait to hear the voice and such. And there's that story. But is there something else to look at as we get ready for this season to culminate on Friday? Well, look, I'll, I'll, I'll give you two. One, a baseball thing, and one, an off-field thing. And the off-field thing is obvious. What's the, what, what is the role of no fans in the stands going to be? Um, I think, you know, that'll be a big story on opening day at Wrigley. There'll be potentially fans up in those rooftop seats, it looks like. So there'll be some noise. The crowd noise is, I, I think it's been good. You get a little hum in the stadium, um, and you don't hear the chatter down on the field. I, I think most players that we've asked about this like the little hum and they're working on the effects i'm going to sit today with the young lady who's been doing those effects and work on a story uh probably for tomorrow because that's partly for the players partly for the broadcast viewers to have a little atmosphere um so so i think you know how long before we stop thinking about the fact that there's no fans in the stands and and the players stop thinking about that is going to be one storyline and then the other just from a baseball point of view you know, this season is kind of flipped for a Brewers team that is kind of built for this short burst. For whatever reason, whether it's smarts or good fortune or just pushing the right buttons, 
They've been really good in recent Septembers with these extra players with a 40-man roster. And now they're kind of doing that in a, a short burst, two months, um, where it's flipped, where they're getting the extra players at the front end. They get 30 players for the first two weeks, then 28 for the next two weeks, and then it goes to 26. So can they do some damage with this extra roster help um, and win some games the way that they've won games in September of recent years that put them in the playoffs? So I think it's really it's going to be really fascinating to watch the strategies of different managers and how different teams kind of navigate this differently. So, you know, Brandon Woodruff, I don't think he's going to throw 100 pitches on Friday. I, I don't think he's built up to that point the way that they did this. And partly that's because they're going to have 16 pitchers on the staff on opening day. And they're still going to have that shuttle going, except instead of San Antonio, they're just going to be driving down from Appleton for some of those guys at the back end of the roster. So... Um, I think that there is a lot of urgency early for the Brewers just based on the way that they've done things the last couple of years. And I think that's just going to be really fascinating to see what it looks like. I think we're going to see somewhat September brand of baseball early for this Brewers team. And guys like, you know, even Adrian Hauser, who they're so high on and potentially could be a great starting pitcher down the line. Maybe he's a twice-through-the-order guy. Lindblom could be a twice-through-the-order guy with throwing a million different pitches. Um, even Burns, who was so good. Maybe you get him twice through and, and hope he's great, and then you bullpen things the rest of the way. I, I, I'm fascinated to watch how that unfolds. Um, it's going to be – the only thing we know for sure is that it's going to be unlike anything we've seen. And as, you know, as the manager has made the point over and over, you have to be okay with different this year. Everything is going to look different. The, 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 the competition is different. And um, you can fight that in your mind. You can hate the runner at second base the first, ex, the first time it appears in, se, in extra innings. But that's life in 2020. So I think everybody is just going to have to deal a little bit. Hey, real quick, uh, Adam, are you traveling or are you staying at home? I am going to opening day. I am not going. I, I am After that, I am planning to, to stay at home. And look, it's... Okay. It's the same, um, uh, everybody is making a different uh, judgment on that. My thought is, if I can do 98% of the same job, since we're not interacting with players no matter where we are, at home, um, I'm going to stay home, and if somebody else wants to travel, hey, there's an extra seat, and uh, maybe you're .001% safer without me sitting you know, six feet away from you. And that's <laughs> gotcha. the way I'm going with it. It's going to be very strange. Um, I'm, I'm very interested in the atmosphere at Wrigley for the opener, so I'm glad I get to go to that. I predict that after a game or a couple of games, that storyline fades. And if everybody can you know, continue to do the right thing and stay healthy, I, I think very quickly we're going to get to debating baseball again. And all this other stuff about empty seats will be less of a story. That, that's just my guess uh, of, of how it's going to go, and we'll see. Great stuff, buddy, as always. Good to have you back, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. See you, Bill. See you. There you go. Adam McCalvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, and they're going to treat you fair. That's the way they do it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.